yesterday night we spent some time to understand the power of the cross so we found there is power in the cross to save there is power in the cross to heal and there is power in the cross to deliver us so the whole experience of the death of Jesus Christ is a powerful experience you know Bible talks about the death of Jesus Christ and it says Jesus Christ died for all of us Jesus Christ died for the whole world and Jesus Christ died for everybody everyone who's living on this earth you know it is a powerful message that you know we are sending across today saying that Jesus Christ died for you and me so today morning I just want to you know concentrate a little bit on the death of Jesus Christ and the title of this message is it was not an accident it was not an accident Jesus Christ's death was not an accident. It was pre-told by prophets even years before. And even Jesus himself predicted his death many times during his sermons. So it was not an accident that Jesus died on the cross. In fact, Jesus was a born crucified. Even at the time when Jesus was born, he knew that he is going to be crucified. You know, even the cruelest criminals at the time of Jesus were told about their death few days in advance. The death sentence is read before them just few days before they die. But Jesus was told his death even before his birth. So he was a born crucified. Jesus was not killed by anybody. Jesus was not killed. Because Jesus says, in, uh, I think it's in John, uh, I'll lose the chapter reference here. Jesus says, as the Father works, uh, knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. It must be in John. I lay down my life for the sheep. So Jesus says, I lay down my life. It's not that someone killed Jesus Christ. So if we understand that way, it is totally wrong. Or if someone tells, tells us that Jesus was killed, no, he was not killed. He laid down his life. He allowed himself to be die, to die. No one took the life from Jesus Christ. Because he says in Luke 23, 46, my Bible says, Jesus cried out with a loud voice and he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. No one has taken the life from Jesus Christ. It is he who gave his life. So today, the message is the death of Jesus Christ is, was, was, was not an accident. Jesus chose to die and Father approved his death already. And that's how Jesus died. <laughs> you know, that's the reason when Jesus was taken to the for the crucifixion you know there was no ropes tied around his hands you know in the normal way they take the criminals there will be ropes tied around the criminals hand and the Roman soldier will hold the rope otherwise the sol otherwise the thieves will escape the criminals will, will escape when Jesus was carrying the cross to Golgotha there was no ropes tied around because it was not needed Jesus was you know willingly volunteering for the death 
so that death of Jesus was not an accident but instead it was an incident predicted by prophets even before the death of Jesus Christ you know had Jesus been forced to nail himself on the cross I'm sure no he would not have been forced to you know, nobody has to really pull his hand and stretch his hand to be nailed on the cross it was not required I'm sure Jesus himself would have stretched his hand to be nailed because he was well prepared to take the death on the cruel cross it was not the Roman soldiers who killed them nor the you know screaming mobs they were killed them no Jesus was not killed by any of them but instead Jesus was killed because of the devotion he had for you and me since he loved the mankind so much because of his love and care Jesus allowed himself to die on the cross so the death of Jesus Christ was not as an accident it was willingly voluntarily Jesus gave himself to die on the cross you know today we want a little focus on some of the Old Testament prophecies concerning the death of Jesus Christ you know not every time not often we take time to go to those prophecies and see what those prophecies tell about the death of Jesus Christ I thought it may be an appropriate time that we spend little time to go over some of the prophecies spoken about the death of Jesus Christ as I was spending this little time today morning are these things it was amazing the way every minute detail is already laid down already spoken by the prophets so I just want to take you not to the width of the, those prophecies but into the depth of some of those prophecies today morning you know Jesus was not only a prophet by himself of course he is a prophet he is not just a prophet by himself but he also allowed himself for the fulfillment of some of the prophecies which were foretold about Jesus Christ what I mean to say is Jesus not only predicted his life not only he predicted about his coming second coming he also allowed himself to go through the process which were foretold by so many prophets already the Old Testament contains more than 300 prophecies about Jesus Christ about the coming of the law coming of Jesus Christ and many of those messianic prophecies deal with his death many of the prophecies spoken about Jesus Christ they deal with the death of Jesus Christ you know it is a powerful experience to know the accuracy of Bible and the divine inspiration about the death of Jesus Christ you will understand as we go a little further you know you'll realize amaze how accurate the Bible is concerning his death you know even though these prophecies were written by several people during over a period over in a different in a time period they were exactly fulfilled as it was written so the Jesus death is not an accident it is already pre-planned foretold by so many prophets so let's look at some of the prophecies quickly I may need some help you know you, you in, from you reading the scriptures for me let's go to Genesis 3 15 
Genesis chapter 3 verse 15 you know if anyone asks usually people ask the same question who was informed it foretold the coming of Jesus Christ you remember you have an answer who was first foretold to whom the message was told that Jesus Christ is going to come to this world to Satan yes good answer to Satan where do we read that Genesis 3 15 can we read that any one of you See, when Adam and Eve sinned, God the Father came down looking for them and the moment he found that they have sinned, they have fallen short of the glory of God, you know, God started cursing them. He gave a curse to the serpent and he gave a curse to the to Adam and also to Eve. And they were cursed in different ways. Now here God is cursing or God is uttering in punishment to serpent and he says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. You know, the, the, the birth of Jesus Christ and the death of Jesus Christ were foretold to the serpent even the beginning of the whole creation. Even at the beginning of whole creation, Jesus Christ's birth and death were foretold. So Jesus Christ, in no way it can be an accident. It was already pre-planned and ordained by God. Let's all turn back to Psalm chapter 22. Psalm chapter 22. It's an amazing chapter where David, he just goes on and on telling about the death of Jesus Christ. And that's where we are going to, you know, today focus upon to see the accuracy of his death. Let's start. Psalm 21 verse 1. Sorry, Psalm 22 verse 1. Psalm 22 verse 1. And someone can read Matthew 27 46 for me. Psalm 22 verse 1. Matthew 27 46. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? So far from my cries of anguish. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? These are the words Jesus told when he was hanging on the cross. Here David, thousand years before the death of Jesus Christ, David was singing the same psalm saying that my God, my God, why have you forsaken me concerning Jesus Christ. Let's read the New Testament reference. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried out with a loud voice saying, Lama, This is so here Jesus hanging on the cross and he is crying out and saying Eli Eli Lama Sabachthani he is saying that why he is saying that he is saying that he is making a reference to Psalm 22 verse 1 my God my God why have you forsaken me why have you forsaken me you know see the way David was informed foretold about the death of Jesus Christ let's move on to 22nd Psalm 22nd verse 7 and verse 8 all they that seem, uh, see me laugh me to scorn they shoot out the lip they shake the head saying See all the those who looked at Jesus Christ, they just laughed at him. They ridiculed him. That's what you know David says here. And in the Old Testament, New Testament in Matthew 27, 39 to 44. Probably you can just read. We may not have more time to read that. Matthew 27, 39 to 44. Any of that specific word, if you want to read, you can just read. How they were mocking at Jesus. 
those who passed by the Ashton came wagging their heads and saying, You who destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are not a son of if you are the son of God, come down from the cross. Likewise, the chief priests also mocking the scribes and elders said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. Yeah, see the way they were mocking at Jesus Christ but then it was foretold by David that that will, will happen exactly as David fore, uh, foretold the same thing you know Jesus is going to pour out his blood as an offering before God you know Bible says Jesus poured out the entire blood in his body for our, for us for our sins Psalm same chapter 22 verse 14 says I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me. I am poured out like water. In the, in the New Testament, let's see what's going on, what's happening here in John 19.34. John 19.34. Immediately, the moment a soldier spear pierced his side, Bible says, blood and water came out. And in the Old Testament, you know, David is prophesying, saying, I am poured out like water. I am poured out like water. God is putting things together and making it happen in the New Testament. You know, Bible also says, Jesus' hand, hands and feet will be pierced. Jesus' hands and feet will be pierced. We can read that in Psalm 22:16. Another one can read Isaiah 53:5. One more can read Luke 23:33. Psalm 22:16, Isaiah 53:5, Luke 23:33. They pierce my hands and my feet. You know, I was just thinking, what made David to tell about this? What really made David to, you know, sing that psalm in that same way that is going to happen for Jesus Christ? They pierce my hands and my feet. You know, how accurately the word of God is going to, you know, be fulfilled as Jesus was giving himself to die on the cross. Isaiah 53, 5. But he was wounded for our transgression. Hmm. He was bruised for our iniquities. Hmm. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. Hmm. And by his stripes we are healed. See, he was pierced for our transgressions. He was wounded for our iniquities. Bible says that. And let's move on to Luke 23, 33. Finally they came to a place called the South. And all there were crucified there. Finally, yeah. They came to the place called Skull and Jesus was crucified on the cross. Of course, obviously his hands and his feet were pierced. Bible also talk about what they were doing for Jesus. You know, Jesus, as Jesus was taken to the cross, they strip him off, they removed his cloth, and they, st you know, they stared at him. They just looked at him, you know, like as if he's a stranger, and he's a man who is like a criminal. He's being as he has been taken to the cross. The Bible, you know, David says here, they stripped him and they stared at him. Psalm 22, verse 17 and 18, Luke 23, 34, 35. 
Psalm 22, 17, 18. I may tell all my foes. They look, they look and stare upon me. They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my head. I can count all my bones. That means he, he doesn't have any dress over him. He, you know, they can count all his bones. I can count all my bones. They look at and stare at me. They look and stare at me. Let's move on to the New Testament. Luke 23, 34, 35. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. And he divided his garments and lords. And the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others, let him save himself. He is the Christ, the chosen of God. They were dividing his garments. They were, they were Bible says, look. Bible says they were dividing his garments and they were just looking at him they were just staring at him that's what the Word of God says and let's move on a little more further to see in Psalm 34 David says his bones will not be broken Psalm 34 verse 20 and someone can read John 19:33. Psalm 34 verse 20 John 1933 he protects all his bones not one of them will be broken you know that's the prophecy concerning Messiah even before you know he was died he was crucified on the cross on that day none of his bones will be broken so here we can read in John 1933 but when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead they did not break his leg. They saw that Jesus is already dead. They did not break his leg. You know, otherwise that's how they they kill the criminals. They find that, you know, before the end of the day they should die. And they will hang them on the cross and crucify them. And then they may not die because still they are able to breathe. And the soldiers will come and they break their legs. So that they will not be able to, you know, breathe further. And very soon they will die. So with the same motivation when soldiers came to Jesus to check for that. You know they found that Jesus is already dead so his bones are not broken because why it was because the prophecy said so that's how you know Jesus was Jesus died let's move a little further um, Psalm 35 verse 11 Psalm 35 verse 11 and Matthew 26 59 60 so he, here uh, we see they were questioning him for things which he, he did not do. They asked me things that I do not know. They were raising up false witnesses and he was accused with false witnesses there. So David is saying that they raised or they asked me things which I do not know. They asked me things which I didn't do. Means they were raising false witnesses against Jesus. So here in Matthew 26, 59, 60 we read. Said, I'm able to destroy the temple of God and to build it in three days. 
and see there they were you know raising false accusations false witnesses against Jesus Christ and they found none of them was true with him and David was foretelling about what is really going to happen as Jesus is taken let's look into the you know the way Jesus was betrayed Psalm 41 Psalm 41 verse 9 Psalm 41 verse 9 See, even my own family friend, familiar friend in whom I trusted, who ate my bread, he has lifted his heel against me. So he, Jesus is talking about the one who is rising against Jesus in order to uh, betray him. Luke 22, 47 and 48. Luke 22, 47 and 48. And while he was still speaking, behold, a multitude, and he who was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. And see the way, yeah, thank you. It's a, and see the way Jesus was betrayed, and it was foretold by David even thousand years back. Isn't it amazing the way God is putting together and how things are, you know, happening as Jesus was going through the death? You know, the Bible says when Jesus said he is thirst, they have given him vinegar and gall to drink. Let's read few scriptures there. Psalm 69, verse 21. Matthew 27 34 Psalm 69 verse 21 Matthew 27 34 69 21 See they also gave me gal for my food and for my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink Matthew 27 34 they gave him sour wine mingled with gall to drink, but when he had tasted it, he would not drink. See what David was foretelling about what will be given to Jesus to drink at the time when he was feeling thirst. You know the same thing is happening in Matthew. Matthew is putting it and even John 19, 28-29 talks about that. We will not read that. So I just want to you know, tell you that the way God foretold about you know, every detail of things what, was, what will happen as Jesus was dying on the cross. You know Bible also says in Psalm 109 Psalm 109.25 and Matthew 27.39 Psalm 109.25 Matthew 27.39 I became also a reproach unto them when they looked upon me they shake, shake their heads when they looked upon me they shake their heads or they wag their heads you know the shaking their heads it's you know when something is going on they all just looked at him and then just shake their hands that means they are in agreement with what is going on there they are in agreement they, they all agree that that's what should happen to Jesus Christ so here David is saying they looked at me and they, they shook their head in Matthew 27 39 and say, you will destroy the temple and build it in three years, save yourself. 
See, those who went by, they passed by, they were wagging their heads and they were saying that you said you will destroy the temple and build it in three days. You know, the way things God is, you know, making things happen as Jesus was dying on the cross. Not only David, there are many other prophets they foretold about the death of Jesus Christ. Isaiah 53, the familiar verses which we read, Isaiah 53, 5 to 10. You know, Isaiah was prophesying about the death of Jesus Christ 700 years before Jesus was born. 700 years before the birth of Jesus Christ, Isaiah was foretelling about you know the the, the death, the kind of death that Jesus will undergo. In Isaiah 50, Isaiah 50, chapter verse 6, if we can read Isaiah 50, verse 6. Isaiah, uh, yeah, Isaiah 56 and Matthew 26, 67. Matthew 26, 67. So here we see Isaiah 56, you know, he, he's saying, I gave my back to those who struck me. I gave my back. You know, when Jesus was, you know, beaten up, Jesus didn't say anything. He didn't refuse. And he just took everything on him. And my cheeks to those who plucked out the bird. I did not hide my face from shame and spitting. You know, everything was done to Jesus Christ as he was, you know, enduring the cruel cross. In Matthew 26, 67. Then they spat in his face, and others struck him with the palms of their hands. You know, then they spat on his face. Then they beat him. You know, everything what was told is all getting fulfilled. I'll give you more references and, and quickly move on. We may not have time to read that. You know, Bible also says Jesus will be whipped. Isaiah 53, 5. Matthew 27, 26. We see there it is getting fulfilled. And Bible says Jesus will be silent before the accusers. Isaiah 53:7, Matthew 27:12. And Bible says in Isaiah 53:9, Jesus will be buried in a rich man's grave. Shall we read the reference? 53:9, and one can read Matthew 27, 59 and 60. 53, yeah, 53:9. Yeah, so here, you know, Isaiah writes, and they made his grave with the wicked, but with the rich at his death, because he had none, he has done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Now, here in the New Testament, we read in Matthew 27, what, 59, 60 or 57, 58? Now when evening had come, hmm. there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who himself had also become a disciple of Jesus. This man went to uh, Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus, and Pilate commanded the body to be given to him. See exactly what you know here Isaiah the prophet is telling in 53 9. Here it's a rich man came and he gave his grave for Jesus Christ. You know, every detail, every minute, minor detail is already laid down for the death of Jesus Christ. 
even bible says you know there will be a great darkness covered at the time when jesus gave his life on the cross in amos chapter 8 9 it talks about that the great the darkness that will cover on the land and that is getting fulfilled in from what is told in amos by amos 8 9 is getting fulfilled in matthew 27 49 in matthew 27 49 we see that it is getting fulfilled you know every detail which is foretold about jesus christ is getting fulfilled not only isaiah zechariah 400 years back he prophesied over the death of jesus christ he talked about the betrayal someone will betray for 30 pieces of silver you know even that accurately it is already foretold zechariah 11 12 and in matthew 26 14 15 it is getting fulfilled and zechariah also talks about the money which is thrown in the house of the lord because finally nobody wanted that money and it was thrown into the house of the lord zechariah 11 13 talks about that and we see the fulfillment of it in matthew 27 5 what is told in zechariah 11 13 is getting fulfilled in matthew 27 5 and with that price they bought a potter's field that's what word of god says in matthew 27 6 and 7 that is foretold by zechariah 11 13 with that piece of money with the price of that money with the price they bought a potter's land and people will look on whom he whom he is pierced the one whom is pierced people will look on him that is again foretold by zechariah 11 zechariah 12:10 and it is getting fulfilled in Luke 23:35 and his side will be pierced Zechariah is telling in 12:10 and John 19:34 we see it is getting fulfilled so what we are trying to understand here the death of Jesus Christ was not an accident at all it is clearly foretold by the prophets in the coming days we'll also see more about the evidences of the death of Jesus Christ and how these prophecies are getting fulfilled in the coming days so i just want to close with one uh, story or incident which took place little while ago you know the death of jesus christ it is not just an accident it is a well informed decision made by father son and the holy spirit you know i could imagine i used to imagine the way god you know the moment man sinned in the garden of eden probably god the father he would have looked at son jesus probably even before looking at son jesus god the father would have thought man sinned and there is only one remission only one way out is someone has to die in order to rescue the mankind from the hands of the enemy the moment man has fallen from you know his position he is in the, under the hands of the enemy under the hands of the wicked one devil and not for the reason god created him god created him to praise him and to worship him and he has fallen down from his position the moment he has fallen god the father would have thought and he would have just turned and looked at son jesus because only he can go because he is the lamb of god only he can go he is the son of man and only he can go and die in the place of god so there be there must be you know an emergency counseling emergency meeting between father and the holy spirit and son jesus you know what son jesus said he would have told i love mankind i am willing to go and there is no compulsion from the father you need to go no it
it was not at all there son jesus was willingly taking that responsibility upon his shoulder upon his upon himself and he said i will go and i will die for this mankind you know it is a well informed a well proper decision taken based on the facts what was what is you know what has to fulfill what has to be done in the life of jesus christ i came across this story it is a story of an engineer who operated a drawbridge across a big river a drawbridge is the bridge that opens up when the ships go the ship goes in the river and it closes for the train to travel on the bridge you know that's a drawbridge and this engineer who has been working in the bridge all that he does he has his control panel a small cabin he sits in there and he operates the buttons there so that when the ship traffic comes and the bridge opens up and when the ship goes past by and the, he has to close the bridge because there will be train going on the bridge you know one day it was a holiday and he took his young son to work with him to the bridge and he decided to take his son to you know to go with him and because the son wanted to see how he operates the control room how he you know sits in the control panel cabin and operates the bridge and it was a really a fascinating thing for the son to see that and he became so restless he wanted to, he was asking so many questions to his dad how it will operate how the bridge will uh, the ship will come how the bridge will open and it was all kind of you know fascination fascinating thing for the son and they he went they went into the cabin and they were sitting in the cabin and they were just waiting for one ship to come and when one ship came and the dad pressed that button and the bridge you know all the gears uh, to lift that bridge they were in place they were just falling in place and they were just lifting the huge massive bridge together and he was just seeing the sun, you know the ship passing by a little later the son was so excited and the dad was you know very particular and he was just waiting for the ship to pass by and he was he is supposed to close the bridge and he was just concentrating upon on his duty and suddenly he turned back and saw the sun was not there and he saw through the window and he saw the sun was climbing on the gears you know the gears which will you know take the bridge and put it down and the sun was just climbing on the gears and he was just standing that there and turning back and waving his hand to his dad now the dad was in trouble because he has to operate the bridge and he just went came out of the panel and he ran to save his son from uh, the gears as he was standing there and while going down the dad could hear a whistle sound a train is approaching far from there now the dad has to make a decision now he is in a very critical situation he has to go back to the control cabin and operate the button so that the bridge will the gears will leave the bridge and it will fall down in place so that the train can pass by and he is shouting and yelling at the son to come down to climb down come back so that he can put the bridge in place now dad went back to the cabin and he said the son is still hanging on the bridge on on the gears which we supposed to drop that bridge together and he has to make a quick decision because the train is approaching now he has one hand his own son and he has one hand thousands of innocent people who are training who are traveling in that train
you know he has to make a decision now and his hand is about to touch the lever so that the, the, the gear will drop it down and but when it drops down the sun is going to be crushed between the gears and the bridge and he has he has very you know few seconds to take the decision and dad obviously you know what he would have done in order to save that innocent life hundreds of innocent life he just pulled the river lever and the bridge came down the gears fell in place and the big bridge was dropped the sun was was crushed and of course the train travelers you know they passed by they were safe you know it is the same kind of decision i'm sure god the father was making on the day when man sinned against god and he decided to send his own son on the cross to die on the cross I'm sure the father you know he would have grieved so much you know to really to slam that gear on the cruel cross where Jesus is going to die father would have really grieved that my son is going to die for this mankind but you know he took a well informed decision he just looked at the entire mankind perishing in the hands of the devil and living in hell for eternity and on the other hand he looked at son jesus his own son and he took a decision that i will allow my son to die on the cross in order to save all this mankind today god is saving you and me because he allowed jesus christ to die on the cross so it was not an accident it was a well informed decision taken by father son and the holy spirit shall we